Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction, and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable, and let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this episode of Taking Back Your Power. I am happy to announce that we have a special guest and we have Miss Alejandra Lopez here with us today. And Alejandra is actually a law of attraction YouTuber in Spanish. So she has this incredible community she's built in Spanish, all basically a lot of the same kind of subject matter I do. And her channel is growing. She also has a podcast that she does along with her husband called Hay Que Hacernos Millonarios, which is a Spanish podcast also about law of attraction and things like that. And I'm so pleased to have her today. She is an entrepreneur. She's a girl boss. She has such an incredible story. And I hope that you will learn something from her today. I know I have. So Ale, thank you so much for being with us today and say hello to our Taking Back Your Power audience. Thank you, Isabel. It's a complete honor being featured on your podcast. I've been listening to it since forever, since you started. I've been a fan of you. Um, since the beginning of your channel, and this is a complete manifestation being here, really. I have to say I'm 100% out of my comfort zone right now. I'm not used to speaking in English this much, but I think uh, our stories and our connection could inspire a lot of people, and I'm really, really happy to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ale. And just know your English is incredible and you should be doing content in English as well because you have so much to share. And I know that my own community and the law of attraction community in English could learn so much from you. So you're doing so amazingly and I'm so proud of you for getting out of your comfort zone. I know what it feels like because for me, Spanish, I try to do things in Spanish and it doesn't come as easily to me in English, but that's what we're doing in 2020. We're getting out of our comfort zones and Today, I want to talk about with you, Ale, is making 2020 the best year of your life and what people can do to really just take the power back and manifest their dream lives in 2020. So kind of want to go into, you have a really awesome manifestation story, and I just want to talk about what you have done with the law of attraction. What are the biggest manifestations you've created so far? Yeah, so the the biggest manifestations I've created have been attracting my now husband um, that actually I described him exactly as I wanted him to be and mm-hmm. I attracted him. And also um, my independence. I was struggling for so many years uh, living with my parents because I wanted my freedom and I couldn't do exactly what I wanted. I wanted my space. I wanted to have success in my in my businesses, but something was like blocking me, like the energy. Obviously, I realized that it was myself, my own mentality. And when mm-hmm. I realized that, I changed. I changed the way I was speaking to myself, the way I was thinking. 
and I changed everything to positive. So I was able to manifest an apartment, a two-second-story apartment, and that I wow. now live with my husband. So I think those are my two biggest manifestations. That's incredible, and I'm so proud of you. You deserve all of those incredible things and more. And I know that 2020 is going to be such a great year for you as well. Kind of going back into what you were saying about the beliefs or what was blocking you, could you describe what was blocking you, the energies blocking you and what you did to remove those blocks? Yes. So I think sometimes, because I know your community, I mean, I'm a part of it, we're, we're positive, we're spiritual. And I was in that community, like I was I thought I was positive and I thought I had like a like a great level of spirituality but mm-hmm. something happens to us that we don't connect like the the information we're receiving through your podcast and videos um to the habits that that we have every day so I remember every time that I entered my room, for for example, I was saying to myself, like, oh, I don't want to be here anymore. I hate this room. But it was extremely mm. subconscious, you know. I, I didn't realize that I was speaking negatively because I, I didn't saw it as, as speaking to myself self negatively. I saw it as I'm just thinking. It, there were thoughts, and that's it. And so... Even I was doing affirmations and stuff, but I was blocking my own energy being negative without knowing. So that was one of the first things that I changed and that it it took courage because our egos are always there, not letting us get through that. Like, hey, we're actually being negative, but we don't want to admit it that we're actually being negative. So that took a lot for me to get my ego out of the way. But once I did it, uh, my manifestation of my apartment is when it started to happen. So I think we actually need to look inside. We're constantly, constantly looking for the answers externally. We're constantly looking for uh, somebody else to do something so we can be happy for something, a situation in our lives to change for us to be happy and to, to be able to manifest what we want. We're looking for that external thing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually the contrary. We need to look inside, be happy first, and then that's how we can manifest. So I have a saying in Spanish that it's ser, hacer, tener. So in English, it's first we have to be, then we have to do, and then we have to have. So first we have to focus on our own uh, growing, on our own development and Mm -hmm. self-love and self-growth. Then because of that, we're going to start to do, we're going to start to have actually different habits because I knew the positive information and the law of attraction, but I was not meditating, which has helped me tremendously. I was not actually putting the work, you know, because we have like a uh, a vision board, mm-hmm. but we're not actually sitting down and visualizing it and believing that that's ours. So for a long time, I had like three different vision boards that never came true because I did not believe what I put there, 
you know? Mm -hmm. So that was extremely important. Yeah, that's beautiful. And thank you for saying that because I think often we get, we consume so much content, you know, we're watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts and listening to all this content telling us what to do, but we don't actually implement those habits into our own lives. And that's where everything comes from. We think, oh, we're going to watch this video and the video is really high vibe, really positive. And then we turn off the video and then we just go onto our own daily lives and continue on the same negative habits or the same patterns of thinking without trying to change anything, you know? And I think it's kind of like a video I just posted. You must believe that you deserve what you want in order for you to manifest it. And often we think that we have to be a certain way or look a certain way or be a type of person in order for us to live a certain lifestyle when actually we have everything within. We just have to love ourselves enough to give ourselves the lives that we want, right? Like if you want to have your dream body, go to the gym, but not in a self-punishing way, in a way that's like, oh, I have to lose weight. I have to do this. Do it because you love yourself, because it's good for your health, because doing this habit is going to help you create change and good things in your life. Because when you feel good about yourself, that's when you're willing to give yourself good things. You know, Ale, you might kind of resonate with this, like you're married, you know, you have your husband and because you love him, you're going to do things for him, give him reminders that you love him, you know, maybe give him a gift or, you know, surprise him with something. And that's how you keep the love in your relationship. And we often forget to do that with ourselves. So, you know, what are your thoughts on just any advice you have on habits or things that you can do daily? I know you mentioned meditation. What else would you tell people to do to help them kind of take all the advice that they get from positive thinkers to implementing it in their own life. I completely agree with you, Isabel. And yeah, what helped me, because I, I know that creating habits, it's not that easy. Um, I'm a type of person who used to procrastinate a lot and just was like living in the moment, but in, in a bad way, like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'll do that later, you know? Mm-hmm. So what helped me implement what the information that I was receiving from videos was first to take notes on the videos. So then I have a notebook where I have all my notes and when I feel like I want to like inspire myself, I go through my notes And I can say, okay, this week I'm going to do this that I got from this video. I'm going to also do this uh, law of attraction method that I saw in this video. So I choose. That's one way. And the other way that has changed my life completely was The Miracle Morning. Mm -hmm. So The Miracle Morning is a book from Hal Elrod. I recommend it a lot. And basically, I mean, he talks about so much stuff, but the premise is that we, if we have like a miracle morning, how we start the day, it's going to set the tone for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So Paul Edward says that the way he recovered uh, from a really bad accident that almost left him paralyzed and from a bad depression was doing a miracle morning. So the miracle morning is... Um, the letters savior. So first, the letter S is for silence. So when right when you wake up, you need to not let your thoughts get to you and just be thankful. Just breathe for a second. Then the letter A 
it's for affirmations. So I have like on my iPhone, I have a sheet for like, it's like 30 affirmations that I do looking in the mirror. This has changed me so much because when I took the information in that affirmations were good and something that I needed to do, I actually didn't do it for a long time because we subconsciously think that's ridiculous. How, why am I going to stand in front of a mirror and talk to myself? Mm -hmm. And that's actually what we need to do because we don't know what it does to us until we do it. It's, it's such actually amazing. It has... Uh, leveled up my self-love. It's amazing. The third thing, uh, the V, it's for visualizing. So you need to sit down in front of your vision board and actually visualize something that you have in there. By visualizing every day, actually, uh, manifestations have become like a daily thing for me because I visualize, for example, my new car. And in my new car, I have like a specific Starbucks cup that I actually don't have mm-hmm. um, in, like in real life. And then one week later, my best friend gifted me that Starbucks cup, you wow. know, like little manifestations here and there, thanks to visualizing every day. Mm-hmm. And then the E is for exercise, which you can just like literally do 10 minutes of cardio, 10 minutes of uh, jumping jacks or or whatever. But actually, like, you can go walking. 10 minutes, it's fine. But you have to activate your body in the morning. And then R, it's for reading. So what I do is that I read while I'm having breakfast. And thanks to that, I finally uh, been, have been able to complete uh, books because I am not a reader. I didn't like to read when I was younger. And thanks to the Miracle Morning, now I've been able to read. And that reading inspires you exactly for this, to take action on the information that you're getting. And finally, the S is for scribble. So savers, right? Mm-hmm. Scribble. So you have to write down a journal. You can write down actually affirmations again. You can have a manifestation letter. You can write whatever you want, but liberating those emotions from your day and being grateful changes your life. So these simple actions are, for me, if, if you take like 10 minutes for each one of those, you can change your life completely. And the Miracle Morning is the way that I could finally put into action and habits the things that I was learning in video. So that's my tip for you guys. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing. So it's called the Miracle Morning and it's called Savor. So S is silence, A is affirmations, V visualize, E exercise, R for reading, and S for scribble. I love that so much. I've never heard of that. So thank you. I learned something new from you as always. (laughs) What I want to talk about now is you said visualizing and would you say visualizing is your preferred method of manifestation? Um, Yeah. Yes, I would say so. Great. So one thing that, you know, I teach in my videos is you only really need to visualize once to manifest something. Do you believe in visualizing over and over every day? Because this is a question I get all the time. Do you believe that somebody should visualize every single day the same thing? That's a really good question. Yeah, no, I don't visualize the same thing every day. I visualize Mm -hmm. the the different things I have on my vision board. And when I 
finish visualizing everything on my vision board, I start visualizing other things. I usually don't, don't visualize the same thing over and over because when I visualize one thing over and over, I start like changing little details, you know? So I, I always say like the universe, see the universe like, like as a genie, right? A genie that goes mm -hmm. through your mind and you're like visualizing a house and your house has like white walls and um, blue doors, you know, and like two rooms. So the genie goes to your mind, sees that and okay, I'm going to start finding that house. So like the genie prepares the way that you're going to get your house So when it's here, the genie, it's, it's finally gonna give the house to you. You vis visualize again and he goes through your mind and you're like, oh, wait, but yeah, no, I, now I want four rooms and now the doors are not blue, they're red. So he's like, oh, crap. Okay, so I'm gonna, okay, this is not the house that she wants. No, I'm gonna give her another one. So he starts looking again. Mm -hmm. That's the way I like to explain it. Like why I don't mm. visualize one thing uh, a lot because then I start changing everything. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's so true. And we always, when we create a visualization, I think it's important to be really, really specific and really yes. clear because the universe loves specificity, right? So yes. what is your preferred method when you visualize? Do you listen to music? Do you just sit down and just you know, or before bed, what is your preferred method of visualization? So I visualize um, in the miracle mornings, so in the mornings, and I put a mantra mm -hmm. in Spanish is cumple deseos. How do you say that in English? Grant wishes, grant your wishes. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, grant wishes. So that's uh, a mantra exactly for that. And it's, I think it's like 11 minutes and I just Uh, visualize something. Usually me and my husband visualize together. Oh, I love so, that. That's yeah. Awesome. So we visualize one thing together. Sometimes we actually <laughs> learn about the candle method. So we visualize while looking at a flame of a white candle. Mm. And that's actually how we manifested my engagement ring. Wow. That's incredible. I love that. So as you're watching the candle, do you, you know, do you say affirmations or you just start the scene in your head? How does that work? We're getting really specific here. <laughs> yes. No, it, it's, it's, what we need, I think, because yeah. we're usually just like, yeah, visualize, go ahead. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. what do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, okay. We like planned, we, we can plan like a scene and it's not, it, it doesn't have to be like, oh, okay, a 10 minute scene because you can play that scene. Imagine if that scene is like, I don't know, 40 seconds, you can play that scene over and over being grateful. Mm. Um, so we plan a scene. Uh, and we visualize the literal ring. So uh, we knew exactly what we wanted. And we visualize that ring on my hand, you know? Mm -hmm. So it can be a scene that you play over and over again. Actually, I think that's a Neville Goddard Yeah, method, Neville right? Goddard, yep. Yeah. So, or you can, um, like us, just visualize the, the well... In my case, it was the ring on my finger and being extremely happy about it. Like, hey, I'm a powerful manifestation manifester, you know? Mm -hmm. And while we were visualizing, we were just extremely grateful. And it's almost, almost like we're on an alpha state, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, almost like we're uh, meditating because we were like breathing like this. Like, if you're manifesting, 
No, how do you say it? Manifesting. Yes. <laughs> so you basically go into a visualization. You Let's say you turn on the candle. You have a scene already prepared. You know, uh, you don't want it to be too long of a scene, maybe about, you know, like you said, 30 seconds and have it really specific for what you want. And you just feel the feelings of gratitude and you run through that scene over and over again basically, right? Yes. And uh, sometimes what I do first is I do a manifestation letter. Mm -hmm. So I do my manifestation letter and it's <laughs> sometimes I've been so specific that it's extremely long. And thanks to that, my visualization, it, it lasts a little bit longer. I mean, my visualization lasts a little bit longer, mm -hmm. but I think that's helped me a lot, like the manifestation letter. Good. So after you write the letter, I, we had talked about this before on my, our live streams, but you know, the, this audience hasn't heard it, but you wrote a letter to the universe, to God, basically before you met your now husband and you were really specific on that letter, right? Yes. What did you exactly write? And then what did you do after you wrote it? Okay. So <laughs> I wrote that um, letter in Spanish And I'll have it here translated. Do you want me to read it all? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> okay. So I started being thankful. So I started, thank you, Lord, for bringing the perfect man into my life. He's a good-hearted person, always smiling and very talkative. He also knows how to listen to others and treat them with respect. Thank you because I'm in love with a man that makes me laugh, that inspires me and motivates me. He's, he's vegan and loves to cook. He teaches me to be a better person and to get out of my comfort zone. He's a spiritual person as well as a businessman. He has a success mentality and a great passion for personal growth. He's a man with purpose, helping others and striving for financial freedom. What he likes the most is traveling and being with me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We have very similar dreams and we're perfect for each other. He loves kids, coffee, and technology. He's fit and mus muscular because he likes taking care of himself and exercise. He likes going camping and the beach. That's what I wrote. I, this was like four, five years ago, I think. Um, wow. I wrote the letter because I just... Imagine one day I'm watching a video and I learn about manifest manifesting by writing a letter. So I'm like, yes, I have to do it. So in that emotional state, like being so happy and knowing that this was going to work because I just learned about it, I wrote this letter. I wrote it. I was very happy. I remember I was sitting in my bed and I was looking at the window while writing this. So I was looking at the window and, and at the sky, and I'm like, yes, yes, this is going to happen. So my feelings, my emotions were in the right place, you know. So then I, I, I wrote that in a notebook. And for like two years, I didn't read it. I didn't do anything. I just let it go, and I lived my life very happily. And two years in, I... Found the notebook again. Two years later, I found the notebook again mm -hmm. and I read the letter and I was impressed. I was like, wow, this is exactly what I want. So yes, yes, I stand by what I said. So this is happening and I'm just going to be patient. So I 
<laughs> took away the notebook again. And one year later, I met Giovanni, who is now my husband. And it's exact, exactly the way I described him wow. in this letter, exactly to the T. <laughs> that just gives me goosebumps, honestly. It's incredible. <laughs> and I think what was important was the fact that you forgot about the letter. You know, you forgot mm -hmm. about it for two years and then you found it. You're like, okay, I'm just going to trust. Did you ever have any, you know, during that time, whenever maybe you were dating or single or whatever, did you ever have a doubt, you know, that this person would come to you or that you would get married or find your soulmate? I didn't, but what I, what did happen was that I was forgetting that I wanted someone like this because my actions were were speaking otherwise you know mm -hmm. like I was not the the girl that had a, a boyfriend like this because I was acting differently mm. so I think that's that's why it took like three years for him to to be to manifest in my life but at the same time I know that I that if I would have met him like one year or or less than when I wrote the letter, mm -hmm. we just wouldn't have connected the same way because at that time we were extremely different. We needed those three years to grow and to become uh, the person that we needed to be for when we met. So that's actually shocking and I, an important lesson for us to be patient because when I used to have doubts like, oh man, when am I going to have like a boyfriend or a serious relationship? Immediately I was like, I, I just trust God. I trust the universe and I know it's going to come. Mm -hmm. I know it's going to come, period. So whenever I had negative thoughts or doubts, I just shut myself with, uh, with um, affirmations. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So as you were saying in being the woman that, you know, was going to be with this man, what did you start to change? Because we had talked about this in the live stream and I want my viewers to hear it now. I mean, my listeners to hear what did you, because you said that you were dating before, you know, going out and then you realize, wait, do I want my husband that I'm manifesting? Do I want him to be out dating a bunch of women and like sleeping around and doing all these things? So you, you explained that you had to embody what you wanted in your partner, right? So what I, what I changed was that I was actually dating around and I remember I had Tinder and I was going out a lot and I realized that I was, I mean, I, because we all do, we want like the best man or, or girl, right? Mm -hmm. By our sides. We want the best man and we want to be someone who's faithful and takes care of our, takes care of, of himself you know, that has self-love. And then I realized that I was not having those things myself. Mm -hmm. So how was I going to be able to attract someone that had self-love, that was faithful? I mean, if I was not being that, you know? Mm -hmm. So I decided to change my actions and to stop dating around because I actually, deep down, I knew that the man I actually wanted to marry was not on Tinder, you know, was yeah. not um, the type of guy who, who didn't want something serious. So why was I saying yes to people that didn't want something serious if that's not what I was trying to manifest? It's crazy, but we, we don't realize because we're like, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm having fun until the right person comes. But the right person <laughs> was not coming into my life because 
I was not being um, in the same energy mm-hmm. as that. Yeah. And that's beautiful. Thank you for saying that because I think, you know, talking about manifesting a, the, your soulmate or a specific person, all this, it's probably the number one question I get for manifesting. I think at the end of the day, we all want love. You know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you can be at a certain age, but eventually you start thinking, oh, I want love, I want love. But we also have to understand when you give things to, to God or the universe, you know, trusting, it also means that we have to, on the back end, align with that vibration. We also have to, like you said earlier, put in the work. And I think it's important that we realize that manifestation is so much more than just visualizing or writing or scripting or whatever it is. What it does is it puts us in that mindset, right? In the mindset of like, okay, this is what's possible. This is what I want. We're being specific. You know, you're putting in your order to the universe. But then in that time period from the moment you visualize or you set the intention and until the manifestation comes to you in the physical, we have to make sure that everything is aligning because we can't visualize something amazing. And then the rest of our, you know, in the moment of waiting, we're impatient. We stop trusting. We give up. We speak negatively about ourselves or we speak negatively about things. And we have to make sure that our habits, our thoughts, our feelings, our words, all of it aligns. And like you said, you knew that your dream man wasn't on Tinder. And you know, I kind of want to go into that really quickly is I don't believe in dating apps either. You know, I <laughs> believe in them. I ever since, you know, in college when Tinder came out and all that stuff came out, I saw friends on it and I was like, Ugh, I, don't, I don't want to be on there. I, it just, it's not that I like, you know, turn my nose up at people who do, you know, I'm not shaming anyone who does, but it just didn't resonate with me. And I believe, you know, I'm not going to find the person for me on there. I'm going to find the person for me. And it's always been in my mind. I'm going to find the person for me on my travels. And it's crazy because I have met incredible people on my travels more so than if I actively try to look for someone. I just set that intention. And then, you know, I, I I travel a lot. That's part of, you know, what makes me happy. And I realize, oh, actually, you know, it's what aligns with who you truly are, where you will manifest those great things. If you're a person who doesn't resonate with the dating apps, if you're a person who doesn't believe in that, perhaps, you know, you are more of a homebody or you like to go to the gym, it's going to be in that realm where you are most aligned, you're most high vibrational, and you feel most connected when those things come in and they come in when you least expect it. So this kind of takes me to my next question for you, Ale, is how did you meet him? How did he come into your life? Yes. So I loved what you said about you're just not actively looking for someone Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what I did when I met him like two months before I met him I realized that I was subconsciously and a little bit actively looking for to being in a relationship Mm -hmm. so I realized that actively looking for someone you're in like a state of desperation and that's that's what blocks us. That's the wrong energy, you know? Mm -hmm. So I changed my mind, my mindset, my energy, everything. And I met him in a network marketing uh, business because I was doing, I was doing that. And we actually saw each other for the first time. We were at an event and we had a dynamic where we had to (laughs) go up to someone we didn't know and hug them and talk to them as 
they were our best friend for from like five years ago that we hadn't seen. Oh my so, gosh. So that would have been nice for you, huh? Yeah. So <laughs> I, he was right there. He was right uh-huh. there. And wow. we saw each other and our first ever interaction was like, hey, and we hugged <laughs> each other and we were like, how you've been? I've missed you so much. It's so nice <sighs> to see you. We've reconnected. And r- now that we talk about it, it's like, that's crazy. Like our souls were reconnecting, yeah. you know? That is insane to me that you already, you, you basically knew each other already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And we didn't, we didn't even know each other's name. We didn't know anything mm-hmm. at the time. And what was that feeling that you had when you first saw him or you hugged him? I, I actually was very attracted to him. I, mm-hmm. I did think like, hey, like, who is this guy, you know? <laughs> but nothing happened after that. Like that day, we just hugged, we saw each other and that's it. But then we started seeing each other at the network marketing meetings every week. Mm-hmm. And we just, we just looked at each other. We didn't talk, we had nothing <laughs> until like maybe two months later, uh, we mm-hmm. started talking things to somebody else that kind of introduced us again you know Mm -hmm. and that's how it all started wow so you just saw him and did you have a feeling that he was the one from manifestation or did it never cross your mind no it didn't I mean there was a certain energy that I that but I questioned it because I was like hey I don't want to I don't want to get into it. I maybe I've been doing this like dating and I just changed. I don't want to do the same mistakes as before. Maybe he's like the other guys, you know, like, no, I I don't want to. But then I started knowing him and Mm -hmm. we added each other on Facebook and I saw that he was very different. So the thing that I was looking for and I I knew I was looking for a guy that respected everyone like every everyone around around them because it's funny how I was before in the past being with Mm -hmm. men that that were not treating others right if they were with me they were like not treating their family right their sisters you know stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's a huge red flag that yeah, that's exactly. Those are red flags. So I knew that I was looking for someone that was extremely respectful uh, with everyone. So that's the first thing that I noticed about him. Mm-hmm. And then that he had big dreams, big goals, and that he, he was actually very focused on them. He That's why he didn't like ask me out right away. Mm-hmm. And that, that actually caught my eye, you know? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And I think that's what it is, is we have to often kiss a few frogs and like go through yes. bad things in life. So we figure out what we actually do want, exactly. you know, what we do want to manifest. And I think that's so important to realize is that you had dated these guys who perhaps treated you poorly, lied or were rude and all this. And you started to, you know, program that into your mind that you're like, this is not what I want, you know, yes. and you believed even when you saw this guy who's really cute, you were attracted to him. You're like, I just, I want to make sure it's the one. I'm not going to chase him. I'm not going to, you know, be desperate for him, even though he's cute. I'm just going to yeah. see. I love being single. 
you know, see where it goes, whatever, but you didn't put desperation in it. And I think yeah. that's the issue is often we see what we like, we see what we want, and then we're like, <gasps> and we go you know. for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so it even started differently. Yeah, with him, you know, exactly. And that's so important is that when you're least looking for it, when almost like when you don't even want it, it comes yeah. to you. Um, yes. And it's because you actively let go, right? You actively let go of that exactly. desire. You were just happy being single, right? Yes. Great. And finally, like I embraced being single, finally, but actually being single, not like dating around, like being single and being happy with myself and doing things alone even. Mm-hmm. Right. And also, you know, you're 25 now, we're the same age. And when you met Giovanni, how old were you? I was 22. 22. So you were very young. And yes. that's the thing is, I think we often think that love only comes to us at a certain point in our life, that it only, you know, only happens when you're, you know, 25 up or maybe when you're young or, you know, what advice do you have to anyone? And not just in love, but in, you know, people who are being impatient, who are unhappy with their current circumstances. And they're like, why is it that I haven't gotten this yet? Why haven't I found the one? Why haven't I manifested my dream home? What advice would you give to somebody in being patient and just trusting the timing of their life? That's a great question. I do believe that we're here to be in our own process so there the society rules that, that are out there that by 30 you have to have kids be married have a steady job I don't know like all these rules mm-hmm. are actually just bull <laughs> so we I do believe that we are spiritual beings that we came here to grow and to have our own different, very different from other people's point of view. So when someone is going through that, that, hey, I'm, I don't know, whatever age, and I haven't found the one, I I want love in my life, what I would do, and I really think this, is that I would trust and have faith that that is what I came here to learn like hey I'm gonna learn this these processes and now I'm gonna manifest what I want because I'm a spiritual being that now that I realized that I don't have that man in my life it's because I haven't attracted him and now I will because Mm -hmm. I'm gonna change Mm -hmm. I really think that uh, this is what I believe that we have soul contracts Mm -hmm. and that our higher self actually knows already that we are going to end up in a in a very loving and romantic relationship but we as humans on this earth we need to open the doors so if you're currently in a situation where you want to attract the right person in your life you need to let go of the desperation i think that's extremely important and with meditation and affirmations i assure I assure you that you're going to be able to let go of society's expectations because I bet you're like that and you're questioning everything because of the pressure, because of society. And you mm-hmm. you know inside, like deep in your heart, that it, that, that man is going to come in your life. It is going to happen for you. But you need to be faithful in the universe, in God, and in your highest, higher self, because it will happen. It will mm-hmm. happen. Beautiful. And you know, it's funny. 
my mom gives me the same advice, but my mom is, you know, she's Catholic. So she always says like, she told me the exact same thing you just said, Ale, that she says, you know, Christ is on the other side of the door, but you have to open the door. You know, he's not going to jump the door to you. You have to open the door to Christ. And she always tells me like, when I'm worried or anything, she's like, you know, you have to trust, just trust. You know, you don't have to, you're listening too much to the outside voices. You're listening too much to, you know, people and you got to, you know, listen to God, listen to Christ. And for those of you who aren't Christian and are, you know, spiritual, I refer to this as the higher self, Yes. you know, the, the consciousness that we are, we are connected to that Christ consciousness to, you know, the higher power. And it's about listening to your inner voice. I like to go back to biblical references because in the Bible, you hear a lot of, you, you know, there's a lot of stories about how you know, an angel came and said something to somebody. Because the the Bible's kind of metaphoric in that sense, the voices that somebody hears from an angel, usually nobody else can hear them because usually they're coming from within, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's something we have to realize is that God, the universe, our higher self is always speaking to us from within. That's why silence, you know, going back to your morning routine, you know, silence, meditation, all of that is so very important because we have everything within. We're always being guided. We always have the answers within. Once we shut off the outside world, once we shut off the outside noise or the voices or these pressures, because more often than not, these pressures don't really exist. We're just giving them power exactly because, because we're not connected to our higher self. Like you said, open the door and open the door to ourselves. And I think, and you might agree with this is a lot of the reason why we are kind of closed off or we don't listen to our inner selves is because we're afraid of our own potential. We're afraid of what's truly within. And because we're living so much consciously, you know, through the ego in the physical, that we see all these things going on wrong in the physical. And we're like, if I go within, who knows what I'm going to find? Yeah. So I think that it does come from something bigger than what we, we know. This is what awakening is about is We often have to go through really hard times, go through really tough things that often tear down our ego, tear down our sense of self. And what are we left with is just who we are within. We can lose everything, but we'll always have our connection to our higher self. And that's what it's all about is that we often have to disconnect from society, spend time alone, spend time in in meditation and prayer, and just get to the core of who we are and all the answers will flow. Impatience. Like you said, being patient and just going with the flow of life. That's kind of like, you know, the energy I'm feeling for 2020. Obviously, I'm taking action towards my goals and making things happen. But also, I'm not worrying so much about the outcomes because I trust. I'm the same. It's yeah. the energy. It's 2020. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We trust that the outcomes are going to be okay, no matter what path we take, as long as we're aligned with our true higher self. I completely agree with you, Isabel. And it's not really like, it's not even a religious thing, but I mean, it's not coincidence that a lot of religions talk about um, trusting God mm-hmm. because God is within us. So the answers, that's why they're like within us. Mm-hmm. We constantly hear about have faith, trust, you know, let it go. Don't be desperate, blah, blah. But we can, we can get saturated with that. And we're like, ah, but that, that tip, it's not, it's not helping me. Mm -hmm. 
But it's because of what you said. It's because it's a law of attraction. When you trust and when you have faith, it's what you attract. So everything is connected. Everything. What your mom said, what I said, what other religion says, what spirituality says, everything, it's the same. It's just talked about in different words, mm -hmm. but it's all the same. That's why it is very important. And you will see, guys, when you trust And when you have faith, everything will start falling into place. Yeah, exactly. And often I, I like to think, you know, fear and worry and lack and those low vibrational feelings that we tend to take on are basically just figments of our mind. Because if you think about it, fear and worry and sadness, you don't see it. You know, it's not like it's there holding you down. It's not like, you know, you literally have a cage around you. There are some people who are in prison, I know. But, you know, if you're not in prison and you're out, you know, living basically a, a normal existence, that you don't have really a cage. We often create the cage in our mind. We create the, even in our heart, you know, we say things like, oh, my heart is closed off. So, you know, I've been heartbroken so many times. My heart is closed. I can't have love or I, you know, actually you just have to be. This too shall pass. And that's one thing is we have to, to be powerful manifestors and to really bring in what we want is just to, you know, set the intention, be clear on what we want and let the universe do the same. And also one thing I want to get into with you, Ale, is inspired action. That's something that I get questions like, how do you take inspired action? And we have to be careful with the law of attraction too, because yes, at face value, you say, okay, you can think about something and it will come in. But you also have to mm -hmm. do the work, take the action that leads you there. Exactly. We can't just sit at home. We have to make sure that our actions are aligning with what we want. So what do you recommend? Let's say somebody wants to manifest their dream career and they set the intention, the action that they take to get to where they want to be. I actually recommend always meditating about the actions we need to take towards the thing we want to manifest. And I've come to realize that when I manifest, I actually start getting ideas. And I do think they come from my higher self. And the other way you can get ideas is go for a run. Mm -hmm. Go for a run. And without music, without anything, just go for a run. And you will see every idea that starts popping in your head. And then go write them down. Write everything down. And start taking action towards those ideas. And one of those will be the path that leads you to your manifestation. Mm -hmm. Because we usually get a lot of ideas every day, but we don't do anything about them because we're like, oh no, this is not the way. This is mm -hmm. not going to work. And we, we don't even know that that's the genie in the universe <laughs> handing us the, the way to manifest. So the universe gives us the opportunities to manifest. It's not always like, hey, here's your gift. Here's your new car, like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. it, it actually gives you the tools for you to take action and use them towards your manifestation. I love that. I love that. Because at the end of the day, we have, you know, free will. We have the yeah. will to do what we want. And the universe presents us with options, right? I, I love how you use the genie analogy. I feel like 
you know, in the secret, it talks about the genie, mm-hmm. but we don't really get into it too much. But if you guys want to know how the universe works and how all these actions and all, you know, the series of events happens, just watch Aladdin, yeah. you know, watch how this poor street boy who was thief basically ends up marrying the princess and he had this genie and we have to see our life, I think, almost magical. And I think we often lose that, you know, as kids, think of as a child, you aren't really thinking super far ahead. You're not thinking about your life as a whole. You're just living it. And one thing that we can learn from children is kind of seeing everything as magical, not taking everything so seriously and taking the action that you feel works best for you. It's about having fun with the process enjoying the process of getting to where you want to be. Because for you, like you said, the universe gives you tools, gives you opportunities, gives you, you know, different outlets. And that's where we can have fun with reaching where we want to be is like, okay, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to do a business trip to LA or New York, collaborate with somebody on a podcast? Or should I, you know, you start thinking what would be fun for me instead of living life with pressure. Like you said earlier, it's important that we, you know, get really quiet with ourselves in meditation, going running. I think, I think that's such a good idea to go running without music and being silent doing that. Because in that sense, not only are you getting endorphins and all these things and feeling good running, but you're also just kind of like letting go for a while, Exactly. you know, And not so much just doing, but just being. As you're running, you're just being, really. That's the beautiful thing, meditation and working out. It's kind of like your mind shuts off and then you're in your body. Yeah, that's the energy flow. Exactly. You're suspended in the moment and you're in that direct source energy. So what would you recommend to somebody who's perhaps in a crossroads of their life right now and they don't know what direction to take? So what I recommend, and I've, I've talked about this a lot with, with my community, is that to start remembering what we liked as kids. It's crazy how much this helps, but what we do, it's, we actually did an exercise um, and we started journaling or scripting about the things that we used to love as kids our dreams as kids, when there were like no excuses, everything was possible. Mm -hmm. So when you start remembering those things, actually, and when you're writing them, new ideas and new stuff starts to come up. So it's crazy when you're actually, I think it, it has a name, like flow writing or like writing with intention yeah when you're in a state of flow yeah yeah where where you're just writing not thinking about exactly what you're gonna write next so you're just flowing and flowing and flowing and you could write like pages and on pages on pages and then you read it again and that's part of the key that's inside you for what you for what's your next step. Because also we I think we think that we have to have like one passion, one career, one thing that we need to be doing and we haven't found it yet. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case. We can have a lot of passions and our life has different stages where we can do different stuff at different times. So 
follow your gut, follow your intuition. And actually, if right now you're like, hey, you know, I really like painting, start with that. Maybe that's not where you're going to like build a whole, whole career, but maybe that's the way that you start. Maybe mm -hmm. you're going to finish like, oh yeah, no, now I'm, I don't know, a podcaster, you mm -hmm. know, but I started painting because that led me to another thing and another thing and another thing. And now I'm doing this, which I extremely love and I'm making money out of it, you know? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I think what's important is that we take those small steps Like you said, oh, I just like painting. Just, you know, go buy a canvas and go just start. Don't overthink yeah. the whole process. I think that's really important. Like when I started this podcast, I was like, oh, I'd really love to have a podcast. I didn't really think super far ahead. I saw people had a podcast and I thought, okay, people have asked me to do a podcast. So might as well, you know, it makes sense to me. Yeah. It wasn't something I forced. It wasn't something I overthought. I was just like, okay, I have the money to buy the mic. It's very easy to do. I had to do a lot of research. I actually asked other girls who had their own podcast and they explained how I did it. So it's like taking those small steps, not looking at yeah. this huge mountain, say, oh, I have to figure all this out right now before 30 or before 40 or before I have kids or I just take one step at a time. And I think- Yes. And here's my prediction for uh -huh. you. It's gonna be the same when you start your Spanish speaking <laughs> channel. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I hope so. <laughs> you know what's funny, Alice, is you know, you told me to start the channel and before I had gotten a lot of people telling me to do it and it just never felt right. And it wasn't until like I met you and I talked to you and I've seen everything you've done and I said, you know what? This is something that I feel that I would I could be a part of because Before I never, I didn't know anyone in, you know, in the Spanish law of attraction community. I didn't even know there was one really, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's how the universe works is it brings people into your life and it starts making sense. And now I'm actually, yes. you know, putting forth a plan. And I hope that you too are thinking of starting yes. your YouTube channel in English <laughs> because you speak yeah. wonderfully, you have great ideas and you have such a beautiful light and a beautiful energy about you. And I hope that's something that, and I'm, and I'm predicting you. this, I'm manifesting this for you too. In 2020, <laughs> you start your English channel because yeah. we do need you and your energy, of course, in the community. Thank you so much, Isabel. I actually have a date. Yes. So I know. When's are you going to tell us or are you going to keep it a secret? No, it's a secret. For now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be ready. I'll be ready. <laughs> Thank you so much. Great, Ale. Um, so this is beautiful. Thank you so much for, you know, I could speak with you for hours and actually yeah. um, I'm going to be doing also an, an interview in Spanish on Ale's podcast with her husband as well. I que millonarios for those of you who know Spanish or maybe you're learning Spanish, you know, whatever, yeah. come, come check us out over there and you're go check welcome. out. <laughs> yes. And, you know, good vibes all around. I love how real you are, Ale. You're such a true embodiment of everything you preach and you teach. And that is so refreshing to see nowadays. And I'm so grateful for your time. And before we say goodbye to you here, what is one last tidbit that you may have for everyone and how to make this year the best year for them? This year, I think it really has the energy of being Like, actually be present on what you're doing. If you're resting, rest. Mm. Because I used to always overthink like, hey, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be in bed. I shouldn't be watching Netflix. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be working. So when I was resting, 
I wasn't happy. And when I was working, I was sometimes stressed and I was like, hey, I want to rest. I want to rest, you know? Mm -hmm. So actually be this year, be. If you're with your family, be with your family. Not on your Mm -hmm. phone all, all day, you know? If you're working, put all the energy on what you're doing on your project. If you're with friends, be with friends. If you're watching a movie, be present in the movie. Even learn everything you can from that movie. Mm-hmm. So I, I, me and my husband have been doing that and we feel so happy. Mm-hmm. The other day we were like taking so much time um, making breakfast and eating it. Mm-hmm. But we were like, hey, this feels so right. I mean, in an hour, we're going to be working and we're going to be extremely focused on that. But right now, it feels so good. And since December, we started doing that, like being very, very present in everything we do. And we have manifested a lot of stuff. We're actually in shock. So I think we have to bring that energy into 2020 and know that when we are okay, I mean, it's fine when we have doubts and questions like, hey, what, what should I do next? But when we ask those questions while being present, while not being desperate or like negative, like, oh, how, how am I going to do this? Like actually asking ourselves like, hey, how am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. It's, it changes everything because it changes the energy of your whole space and you start attracting things that are on the same energy. So uh, 2020 is a year of being present and therefore we're going to manifest what we want and we're going to actually have success in our businesses, in our projects, in our jobs, in our relationships. Beautiful. I love everything you said. I was, I'm over here like, yes, because that's so true. We have to be 100% focused on what we're doing in the moment because that's how we put our best energy. You're so right. Rest when you got to rest, work when you got to work, you know, and, and that's everything, just being because you already are perfect as you are. And amen to you. This will be a very great year of prosperity, of love, everything that you believe that you deserve, everything you want. Know that you deserve it. Know that you can have it. Know that it's already yours. You just have to open the door and accept it and make sure that you are living your life already in that energy. Thank you so much, Ale. You always inspire me so much. And I thank you so much for your time and for your energy today. And I hope that everyone listening today decides to take this year as their year. Stop handing your power over to anyone or anything else and stop living your life for anyone else. Live it for yourself. Listen to your own inner voice. You're always being guided and you can have what it is that you want. Thank you, Ale. And thank you everyone for tuning in. Don't forget to find Ale on YouTube on Instagram. What is your YouTube and Instagram, Ale? Uh, I'm like Soy Alejandra Lopez in both platforms. Great. So I will link those in the description of this podcast. So you guys go say hello. If you enjoyed this, go connect with her. She's amazing. And subscribe to her YouTube channel and also follow her podcast as well. And we will see you guys over there. And thank you, Ale. Everyone have a happy and blessed 2020. Sending you all my love and best vibes. And always remember this, my angels, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what your current circumstances are, always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always Always come from within. within. (laughs) You're awesome. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Isabel. Thank you. Bye-bye.